0: Thank you for what you will do, uh, even this moment, as we listen to your word. Be lifted in this place, in the name of Jesus. Let your word come forward with power, and let your name be glorified. Quicken our spirits, O oh Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Are we ready for the word? Yep. Well, um, this morning I'll be speaking on There is More. There is more. Uh, There is more. And I want to say to us this morning that when you hear that word, there is more, it's not an acronym or, or, um, well, let me say it's not a slogan, it's not a slogan, it's not not something that makes you just say to make you feel good. Uh, It is exactly what is in the mind of God concerning us at this time. There is more. There is more to your life than your past. There is more to your life than the challenges you are currently facing. There is more to your life than the circumstance that you find yourself right now. Uh, There is more to your life than the the label that people put on you. Uh, There is more than the condemnation that the enemy tried to put on you. There is more. uh, There is more to your life than where you are right now. Uh, God wants to do more through you and in you But you need to believe God for that. You need to believe this word this morning that I'm not standing before you to make you feel good, or I'm not saying this to make you feel good. God has sent me to let you know that there is more. Hallelujah. And very quickly, I want us to go to Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Ephesians 3, verse 20. Are we there? Ephesians 3.20 says, Now unto him who is able to do exceeding and abundant above whatever we ask or think according to his power that works in us the power that is able to do exceeding and abundantly and above, the power for more is in you. Bible says if you believe, it says, out of your belly will flow rivers of living waters. Hallelujah. And I found out that everything that God wants to do in our life has already put in us. Bible says in Genesis, when God created man, he breathed into man. Every other thing God created, he didn't breathe into them. And what God did was he deposited everything that was in him. Every capacity, every potential he put in you. And you became, he said, the Bible says a living being. No, you became a speaking spirit. A speaking spirit. Hallelujah. Do you know that the mouth, our mouth was originally not designed just speak, as in to just talk. And that's why God hates gossip. God hates it when we we talk too much, because when we talk too much, we sin. Our mouth is a tool for prophecy, to prophesy, to decree things. It's not just to talk. Anyhow, are you with me this morning? It's important for us to know that uh, God has packaged you complete, And where you are right now, I will say this and I will say it again. No matter how good it is, God wants to do more in your life. You can get more out of your land than what you are currently getting. That's what I'm saying. Your capacity is so big Is so huge that if only if you have an idea of what you with God's power and you is able to do, I'm telling you sincerely, our life will change. Everything around us will change. We can't continue to make excuses anymore for our lives. I look at myself sometimes and I say, hmm, I remember when I was 20 years old. Well, just like yesterday. I told us last week, how many seconds we get credited with every day. If you break it down, if you break it down in hours, you might think, oh, no, no. But if you break it down in seconds, you don't want to waste any second of your day. Because the way you spend your time is the way you spend in your life. Let me go on very quickly because I don't have much time. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is more. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 54. That's our supporting text. Isaiah 54, and I'll read from, you know, two, I'll read two and three. Let's leave one out. Um, but well, let's read one. It says, Sing, O you who have not born. Break forth into singing and cry aloud. You who have not labored with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent, and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords, and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants shall inherit the nations. And make the desolate cities inhabited. That's the word of the Lord to you this morning. Stretch. Stretch. It is time to stretch. Stretching is not comfortable. But if you don't stretch, you're gonna have you can't take more. What happens when you have a space and you think the space is small? What do you do? If it's a house, for example, you want to extend the house. What are you trying to do? You're trying to create room for more. God is saying to you this morning, create room for more. There is more that I want to do with your life. Don't put a terminal date to your own destiny. Because, you see, you believe yourself more than what people say to you. If somebody calls you a criminal, for example, now, and you don't call yourself a criminal, you won't believe what they say. It will bounce off you. But if you believe, if, even if you don't say it, guess what, you begin to behave like one. Because you begin to think. Because the Bible says, as a man thinking, so is he. You begin to go in that direction. Hallelujah. But God has something bigger and better for you in the name of Jesus. Every word of scripture is a picture of what God is able to do in your life. Every word of scripture is a picture of what God has in his mind concerning you and I. And so every time you are reading the word of God, put yourself there on the pages of scripture. This is God, the almighty, speaking about me. Because I'm his beloved. So put yourself. In that scripture. It was not written by Isaiah. No, no, no. no. It was written by Isaiah for you. It was written by God. By the spirit of the Lord. Isaiah wrote. Isaiah didn't write by himself. Isaiah wrote by the spirit of the Lord. Everything that was written there. Came by the Holy Spirit. And it's for you. It's for me. But I need to put myself. I need to see myself there. If I don't see myself there, it won't happen. Are you with me this morning? Hallelujah. Everything you see in scripture is obtainable by faith. And what is faith? Faith is your trust in God. That's all. Faith is an unwavering trust in God. That until heaven and hell will pass, the word God spoke. This thing I'm reading, I believe it. I'm holding on to it until I see it come to pass in my life. You can say, oh, by stripes I'm healed. And you still feel pain on your body. But the word of God, does that change the word of God? No. Until you see yourself healed completely, you see a physical manifestation, you keep standing on that. That is faith. It's not the you know, (laughs) you have faith when you're in church. You leave church, you go back. Not having faith. No. No. Second Corinthians 4, verse 18. There is more. Hallelujah. Say there is more for me. God has more for my life. And I'm gonna take hold of everything that God has and take all that belongs to me in the name of Jesus. I see it manifesting in my life. Every promise of scripture concerning my life, I see it manifesting even in this season. Every word that God has spoken concerning my life this year, before the end of this year, I receive a manifestation of it in every area of my life. I confess it. I believe it. And I receive it by faith. In Jesus' name. It says here, Second Corinthians 4 verse 18. He said, When we do not like when we do not look at things or at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. See here, we're not looking at the things we can see, because the things we can see are subject to change. But the things we cannot see, they endure. Faith does not see things in the physical, but believe that it's possible. Hallelujah. Many of us are resting uncomfortable when God has more for us. Have you ever, have you gotten to a place where, you know, like they say, they say, don't put a food stop where God put a comma. God wants to do more. He wants to do more. You know, I was reading story of people. You know, sixty something years old. That's when they started something. And you know, fifty something years old. That's when they started something. And I'm thinking, and then people give up at thirty. People give up at forty. No, you can't. God has more. Look at what God said, in Micah chapter two, verse ten. <laughs> Micah. This is interesting. Hallelujah. He says, You have not. He said, This is not your resting place. This is not your resting place. Why? Because it's polluted. What God was saying there was that, No, you can't stop here. You can't stop here. As in, you can get comfortable where you are. The path of the righteous shine brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. That's the righteous who does not, who take responsibility. Say, there is a path for me to play. Say, there is a path for me to play. Part to, play. to play. Because God has placed his own path. Jesus came and he did what he had to do. The rest is unto us. So let's look at the concept of more. When God said there is more, what does he have in mind? This is what God has in mind. When God said there is more, God is talking about living large. Mm, don't go quiet on me. God is talking about living large. And let's, let's see that. Let's see what it says in Psalm 66. Psalm 66, let me paraphrase this so, because of our time. Psalm 66, verse 10 to 12. David was giving an account of what happened to them. He said, we went through the water, we went through the fire. You cause men to ride over our heads. But after all that, he said, You brought us into a large place, a wealthy place, an enlarged place. Are you with me this morning? He said, You come, you, 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 you know, you you cause men, you allow men to trample on us. You know, sometimes people will trample on you. It's okay. You just focus on where God is taking you to. Are you with me? Because you cannot engage. In some useless conversation if you go to the uh, to Genesis you see when they were fighting with Isaac over the well what did he do he would just leave the well for them they were the well of his father they had no right to fight with with him over the wells but you see what Isaac was doing the Bible said and they strove over that Isaac left it until Isaac got to a place where he dug a well and the Bible said they didn't fight with him and he said now God has made room for us now we are in our real world. Are you with me? God is taking you somewhere. All the fight the enemy is fighting you is a distraction. And don't allow it to distract you. There is somewhere God is taking you. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. That's what God has in mind living large. A wealthy place. There's a worthy place. There's a place of abundance ahead. Number two. When God said there is more. God is talking about digging deeper. God wants you to dig deep. Dig deep. Let me say this to you, please. Coming to church on Sunday or attending Bible study during the day is not enough if you want to dig deeper with God. Do you eat only twice a week? <clears throat> most of us, we don't even eat twice a week. <laughs> we eat, we don't even know. Most of us don't eat twice a week. We eat we, twice a day. We don't even eat twice a day. Some of us we eat like five times a day. And there are snacks in between. <laughs> so, how do you now stop your spirit? There's an African proverb that says, "It is what the bird eat that the bird used to fly." It is. The balloons do not rise because of your color; they rise because of the hair inside them, because of the content. What is inside you will determine your lifting. Are you with me this morning? So let's stop deceiving ourselves. I mean, this is a joke we're not gonna deceive you because I am giving account to God for every soul. I'm gonna tell you the truth. You cannot live your life on okay magazines and, and all those things, and then and spend all your time on social media and not feed your spirit and expect God to do a miracle like that. You have a responsibility, have a responsibility. Are you with me this morning? It's important. We're talking this morning in the cars, we're driving to, to church, and one of the things we're saying is that we need to take care of our whole body. We need to take care of, our, of, of the whole system, body, soul, and spirit. Some of us, we don't take care of our body. You need your body to sustain you. God wants to do more, through you and in you. You need to be alive to enjoy it. <laughs> what is the purpose of wealth when you don't have health? Are you with me? So, don't be careless. What do you eat into your body? What do you put in your mouth? Are you eating healthily? As in, are you, you, know, are you exercising? <laughs> I was telling somebody, I said, by force, by whether I like it or not, I've had to hit the gym five days a week. You know, I'm on a treadmill. I'm still waiting for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> five days a week. What did you I think I need to begin to go to some people's houses and snatch them. Let's go. You know, well, let's motivate ourselves. That's what the Bible says motivate yourself in love. Let's encourage. If somebody is struggling in an area and you know, you understand now? You know, instead of laughing at them, say, ah, bro, you should join me to work out. Let's go. Go and grab the person. I'm taking. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? It's important. Because at the end of the day, God is writing our story. Amen. So digging deeper. God wants that abundance to flow through you. When people come into contact with you, they, they get saved. Without you even saying it, a word. When you get deeper with God, when you dig deep your relationship with the Lord, you will supernaturally have more. I was reading this morning my proverb for the day. You know, I was reading Proverb 11, verse 30. He said, He that wins soul is wise. He said, The righteous is the tree of life. He that wins soul is wise. But how can you win? So when you don't, when you are not even deep with God, how can you take? You can't take people to where you have not been. Are you with me? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. You still love me. Okay, I will still tell you the truth anyway. Number three concept of more. Expecting greater. Is there? Job 14, 14 says all oh, my appointed day i will wait until my change come i am expecting for a change because whatever you expect will happen to you as a man thinking is that so easy you have an expectation yes he said that which i was afraid of or that which you know i was that I was mindful of or whatever it happened to me so when you are expecting it will happen to you you attract it because you are expecting, and that is why you can't come to church in the morning on sunday morning for example Pray before you leave your house. Lord, as I'm going, speak to me. I need a word from you today. I might not be preaching or whoever is preaching might not necessarily preach exactly the word, but you will see sometimes we just digress into mentioning your case and God will give you a word through that. Somebody was sharing with me this morning how, you know, they, you know, person had like a tough week and, you know, the weekend especially was a little bit tough. And then all of a sudden, a sermon I preached some weeks ago Stop the pity party. Came on, and the person listened to it, and that that was there was a word for no. Throw away all the pacifier and all that, and turn to praise. Just just begin to worship the Lord. Are you with me this morning? And that is why I send these messages to us at the end of each service, so that yeah, you can listen, even when you are not in church. I want you to be able to listen. You understand? You don't even know when you will need it. The word of God is so fresh, and is alive. Hallelujah, and it's to help us because sometimes you know don't have an attitude that when you see that ah, pastor saying that one again. Listen, there will be a word there for you. Hallelujah, come into His presence with expectation. Proverbs twenty-three verse eighteen. Proverbs twenty-three verse eighteen. Come with an expectation. Hallelujah. Are you expecting this morning? Did you come with expectation this morning? Your expectation will be fulfilled in Jesus' name. He said, "Surely there is a hereafter, and your expectation will not be cut off." God said that. I didn't write it. Your expectation will not be cut off in Jesus' name. Number one, when God. Number four, when God said there is more, God is saying, "I'm making room for you." Genesis twenty-six verse twenty-two. When God said there is more, He says, "I'm making room for you." You can go for an interview and they tell everybody, no, 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 no. And they say, yes, God said, I'm making room for you. You understand now? And that is why one of the things I've learned is that I don't think of myself like anybody else. You know, you know sometimes you hear people say something like, oh, yeah, they, they're not giving people anymore. Yeah, they said it's close. I said, no, it may be close to you, it's not close to me. Are you with me? And I've seen God do that. Uh, there, there was um, last year, no, it was 20, yeah, it was last year, yeah, it was last year. Oh, no, it wasn't last year, it was 2016, towards the end of 2016. Someone needed something. Um, it was an application for uh, immigration thing, and I was helping out. And the person um, was not even qualified for that particular this thing, but for whatever reason, I had this strong feeling that Come on, let's do this. You're gonna get it. say, Oh, you know, they need, I said, Forget about what they need. Guess what? The person called it. The person came and said, Pastor, you said it. I said, I didn't say it. I have a strong conviction in my spirit that there's an exception for you. So, you need to go with, you know, that audacity, believing that God, I am, my name attracts favor. Anywhere I go, my name attracts favor. You know, you don't expect what they're doing to regular people. What's the difference between you? You have God. Do you know you carry God with you everywhere you go? Can you imagine who we turn down God? Is there anybody alive today who can say, God, I turn you down? You can't turn God down. Your opinion doesn't count. Hallelujah. Praise God. God made room for Isaac. The Bible says, let's go Genesis 26, 22. God made room for him. There was no more fight. You won't have to fight. Because Jesus has already given you victory. Hallelujah. You just decree and command and take what God has provided for you and walk away. And tell them I'll be back when I need more. <laughs> I'll be back. Like the terminator. I'll be back. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love that. I love that movie. You know, the guy said, I'll be back. And every time I remember that line, I just I just smile to myself, Devil, I'll be back. Hallelujah. I'll be back to take more from you. Amen. Hallelujah. Genesis 26 22 it says here. Then he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called his name Rehoboth, because he said, for now, the Lord has made room for us. Can you see? God made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. So when they are talking about the economy, that's none of your own business. Don't even connect, disconnect from that, because that's not your source. It's not what the Bank of Canada does or Bank of wherever you live does. No, it is what the Bank of Heaven, God is the source. Mm. Hallelujah. Oh, property prices is going up. Oh, will I ever be able to buy a house? When is your time to buy a house? God will do it for you supernaturally. I met a young man who doesn't even know Jesus this past week and he was telling me how a, a property that they bought you know, was abandoned and the, the owner wanted to even give up on because, you know, they paid the mortgage off many, many years ago. They wanted to give up on it. And they sold, if you heard what they sold the house for, you'll be like, it's a lie. It's not possible. Yes. And the guy doesn't even know God. Like, he's not a Christian. He's not born again.
1: Who said there are no...
0: There are things like that around. The Lord will lead you there. It doesn't have to be a rundown house. Are you with me this morning? I was reading there's a book I'm reading right now um, by Terry Save Foy, and she, she mentioned, uh, you know, we know Drake, right? Drake the, you know the artist He's Canadian. is Canadian. Is, is Drake Canadian? Yeah. yeah. I think he lives in Toronto. He wanted to buy a house, I think in the U.S., you know one part of the U.S like that. And the house was listed for 27 million dollars. All right? And the guy waited. He, he, you know, he was he googled, uh, he googled the kind of uh, swimming pool that the house he, he wanted to have. Google, swimming pool it wasn't even the house; it was the swimming pool he was after. And he googled and he saw, and the the house was listed for twenty-seven million dollars. Do you know that he wrote it down as part of his goal? Do you know that that same house came on the market a few years after you know he saw it? The house came on the market. It happened that the owner of the house was going through a low time, a low period of, you know, things were not going well. Do you know how much Drake, just guess, five years later after he saw the house, guess how much he bought it. The house was listed for 27 million. 7.7 million. From 27 million. 7.7 million. That was what he bought the house for. I, I won't say more than that. Five years later. God can cause the property pro- this day to crash in that section of the city where you live just because he wants you to be able to buy something. Are you with me? And if he doesn't do that, he can give you more than enough money that you just pick. Get the house of your choice. I don't know what I'm talking about house. Maybe, maybe there are people who need houses and And they're already getting worked up over that. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. So maybe your own word, this money that you need, (laughs) is about the house. Now put your mind at rest. Amen. Are you with me? Go choose. Go and make a choice. So God is making rule number five, new vision. When God says, more, he's talking about new vision. New vision. And that was exactly what God did to Abraham. The Bible says, After Lord departed from me, God said, Walk through the length and breadth of this land, for I am giving it to you. God want Abraham to see. New vision. What I said I am able to do, I will do it. Are you with me? You need new vision? This is the time to get it. Hallelujah. And number six, when God says, There is more, He's talking about going higher. Where you are right now is too low for him. Uh, haven't you noticed when you're flying on the plane, until you get to certain height, they won't allow you to take off your seatbelt? Because they said the plane is still climbing. Uh huh. So you need to climb higher to that altitude where you just glide. You don't have to even. And when the plane is at that level, at that height, it just. That's when it's actually flying. Like, that's when it makes uh, progress. So when it's still climbing, it's not doing much, it's just climbing. When the plane is climbing, it's still climbing. That's why you'll be looking like, it's like, we're not moving. Hey, you, at that point, it's not yet moving. You, you understand now, until you get to that, maybe 30, 37, 39,000 feet above sea level, and that's where now it begins to actually make progress. You make progress. Nothing will hinder your progress. In the mighty name of Jesus. Very quickly, because of our time, let's look at uh, the scriptural pictures of more. Number one, Abraham. Isaiah 51 verse 2. God said, when I call Abraham, I call him alone, but I blessed and increased him. Abraham was called alone, but God blessed and increased him. Number two, David. And I read this yesterday. I was like, "Ah, God, this David. David sat before God and said, God. Second, uh, second Samuel seven, verse eighteen to twenty-one. David sat and said, "God, you've done too much for me. Me to have all these things and all the promises you made concerning my lineage. You are awesome. Have you ever sat down like that and just thank God for your life? When you when you remember all the near misses where you could have died." And God just kept you. Have you have you sat down and I don't know if you've done that lately? You know, on on Tuesday I I go through one and a half hours of you know of therapy. I take my son to soccer practice and I sit in the car. And usually I use that time sometimes to read or pray, you know, just meditate or something. So, but this last one I use it to cry. <laughs> and I was in that I've not even told my wife. I sat in the car and I started crying. I cried. I cried because I know where I could have been now. I cried and I said, God I'm grateful that I'm alive. I cried I was in the car and I cried and I said no no matter what the enemy to throws at me I will climb the stone I will use it as a stepping stone to, to climb higher but thank you for keeping me I cried I was alone in the car and I cried and I was not even and I haven't cried in a while so I cried it was good to cry. David said, God, thank you. Thank you. And we need to say that to God from time to time. Amen. Amen. The story of Joseph. Number three, Joseph, Genesis 50. And when you hear what Joseph said, especially in verse 20, Genesis 50, uh, verse 17 to 21, but when you hear what Joseph said in verse 20, he said, What you meant for evil, God turned it around for good, to save generations. Did, he, did, did Joseph become more? Verse 18 or 19. The Bible says, his brother bowed down to him. The same dream he had before. Remember he said his brother bowed down to him. He didn't force them to bow down to him. They were forced the day when they say, forced themselves to bow down to him. There is more in your life. All the dream that the enemy said will not come to pass. The devil is a liar. It will come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Number four. Peter. In Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 9, the story of Peter is there. He said, we toiled all night and we caught nothing. Jesus said, "Let down your net. And the Bible says, it got so much more than he could ever actually think. Number 5, King Saul. 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 1 to 7. There was more in the life of King Saul. He, was, he went around from looking after you know, Donkey, whatever they were looking for, and then he ended up getting the, you know, the kingship, getting anointed um, to be. And the Bible says in 4 Samuel 10 verse 6 that he turned into another man that same day. And number six is a very interesting story. Queen Esther. Queen Esther in Esther chapter 2 verse 15 to 18. Queen Esther was an orphan. She was raised by her uncle. And guess what happened? One queen misbehaved. Just because... That's what I'm saying. Somebody can misbehave because God is about to promote you. Maybe they are flexing their muscles at work. You just... you, you don't, don't worry. Let them keep flexing. God is about to promote you. So God will allow them to flex. You, you understand now? Because they are flexing will lead to their disgrace. And for your own elevation. So God will allow them to flex. Let them keep flexing. Queen, the other queen flexed. And God said, hey, okay, no problem. It's time for... Daughter, queen... Uh, Esther you come and Esther was promoted Mm. hallelujah Mm. Esther was promoted to become the next queen so quickly let's look at the steps to experiencing more Um, I'll just take that in five minutes and then we'll do a presentation Uh, experiencing more is an individual responsibility Uh, so number one thing is invest in yourself Uh, self-development is important which area of your life do you need more all right for example now one of the things i've come to realize lately is that the area that i need to grow more i need to focus on that area you know how you read and then you read generally no don't read generally if the area of challenge is finance all right read things about finance kingdom finance all that you know everything you can get If the area of of concern or area you want to grow is marriage read every resource you can lay your hands upon on marriage and don't read anything at that point just focus on that you understand now and when you are done move to the next thing you want to deal with that's the way to grow you know how we do it you read a little here a little there then you don't get anything but if the area is emotional healing get resources on emotional healing and get healed And you find out as you, by the time you get emotionally healed, then the other area, sometimes it's not even so much of a concern anymore because you know, you just see that you begin to experience victory in other areas of your life. Is that clear? So it's important. Take note of that. Don't just do general reading. Mm -mm. Ah, the book is interesting. No, that's not what we're talking about. What do you need at this time? I'm not just reading for reading's sake. By the, by the grace of God, the books I'm reading now is causing me. I'm reading books on habits, how to change my habits, because I have some very bad habits that is not going to help me in my next level. So I'm changing those habits, and I'm reading books that will help me to change my habits. Now, before I knew that, God told me, He said, I want you to go 30 days, you are off social media completely, 30 days, and this is going to be your routine from 5 a.m. to 12 noon. And I've been doing that. Maybe you've tried to reach me on the phone before noon, and you don't get me. That's the reason why. Yeah. I'm under command until November 20. (laughs) I I still have nine more days to go. And because of that now, because I'm changing my habits now. So once I do this, I know I do this, I know I do that. And even for the next level, uh, the things I want to do next, I'm already programmed because of the new schedule that I have right now. Are you with me? Whatever you do not schedule, you will not do. Uh, We will do it. I will start next week. You will never start. Schedule it. (laughs) Schedule it. The alarm is very stubborn. You, you say you want to wake up at 5. The alarm will go. You roll to the other side of the bed. You snooze. and then you open your eyes again, it's already 6 o'clock. You say, I will start tomorrow. No! Hallelujah. So invest in yourself. The Bible says if the axe door, uh, Ecclesiastes 10 verse 10, it says if the axe is dull, you need more strength. If the axe is dull and you want to cut something, you need more strength. But wisdom is profitable to direct. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So you need to do that. So how do you experience more? Number two step, seek exposure. Like I said to you uh, earlier on, there's a conference I've been attending the last seven years. That was what gave birth to this ministry. Because God has used that conference to prepare me over the year, you know, build me up, increase my capacity, and take, took up limits, even in my because I had some limiting mindsets before. Uh, that conference broke that because I was exposed to some things. You need to be. Some of us we need to travel. Uh, some of us we haven't gone really gone out. We need to travel. Hey, there's an African poet that. If you haven't gone to another person's uh, father's farm, you say your father's farm is the biggest. (laughs) And then you go and you find out that your own is the smallest. (laughs) That is not even as big as the one down the road. So you, you, you need to expose yourself. Whatever you're exposed to. You will experience more when you have been exposed to more. Before we see increase on the outside, we must see increase on the inside. You can't grow in an area where you have not been exposed. Sometimes, I listened to some of my summer, uh four or five years ago and I just shook my head. Was that me? Lord have mercy. I won't even buy the tape myself if <laughs> it was on tape. Why? Because I have grown now. I can laugh at where I was five six years ago because I have been exposed to more. You understand what I'm saying? You want more, be exposed to more. That's why we need mentors. Get a mentor. Get somebody who will speak into your life and help you to see things from the way God sees our more than what you are seeing. Number three, rise above the guilt. Rise above the guilt. Rise above the guilt. The enemy wants you to walk around with guilt. Bible said, Now therefore, Romans 8 verse 1, There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Are we getting something out of this? There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. It's not the color of your skin that is the problem. It's the thought of your heart. If you are carrying guilt everywhere, anytime they say no, you will say, is it because I'm black? They are not telling you no because you are black. <laughs> you are the one that is taking it like that. They're telling you no, maybe they don't need your services. Maybe God has something bigger and better. Uh, you, know, you walk away from something little because God has more. Hallelujah. I mean, you look at the church. It might look like, oh yeah, you know, a small beginning and all that. But you know, this is, some, this is something that will grow like wildfire. Except God is not God. We're not here to joke. This is serious business. For the kingdom of God. We're here to depopulate the kingdom of darkness. And I always say, I say, God, I'm not going to take a step up, except I'm all in. If I'm not all in, no, I won't go. I won't go at all. So rise above the guilt. Oh yeah, people will... You know, you make mistake in life, yeah. Move on from there. Number four, empty out the negatives and focus on the positives. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25 to 32. I'm not going to be able to read that because of our time. Ephesians 4, you can write it down, 25 to 32, and read it. Hebrews 12, verse 15. Take out or put bitterness from your heart. It chokes. It chokes. The more that you are in God for. It kills that supernatural. Empty out the negatives. Don't remember what somebody said to you ten years ago and they say eh, eh. no. As a matter of fact there was a warning God gave me uh, some some weeks ago and I was sharing with some people I said the lost there was somebody specifically God said to me that that person will need me for something major down the road, he said, it won't be It won't be far from here. He said, when the person comes, help. Guess what? That is somebody that thank God for, for love. If, if in the flesh, if Jesus sits here <laughs> and said to me, help, I will say, mm, I won't help this one. No, not this one. You understand what I'm saying? But God said, before anything, God said, when this person will need your help down the road, help them. And a few weeks after, I understood why God said that to me. But I cannot walk in bitterness. Are you with me? Even when you know you are right, and you are falsely accused, you cannot hold on to that. When somebody mistreated you or you know, took advantage, whatever they did to you, you cannot hold on to it because every time you hold on to that, it stops you from making progress forward. You can't. You have to let it go. It's hard, but you got to let it go. So that god can do more in your life because everywhere you every pain you are holding on to you cannot move beyond that pain you will stay there have you ever hit your leg to a rock it's painful do you move how many times do you you know and you 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 will stay there and not the pain for a while that's what happens when we don't let go be stuck you will not be stuck in jesus name believe for more and say so and i and that is the power of your confession you are a speaking spirit don't just believe god for more say so i believe god for more in every area of my life this is what i'm standing on according to the word of god say so i believe in my heart. some of us when we are praying you'll be you'll be muttering prayer under your breath you are praying and pray inside they don't pray inside they pray out Pray out whoever taught you to pray inside. I don't know where where, where that comes from. It's in scripture, it's not in scripture. And they were praying inside. You of course you can pray, you know, pray in the Holy Ghost, and you know, somebody might not hear, but you are in a prayer meeting and you say you are praying under your breath. Ah, at least there's no hindrance, there's you are not in the office. You understand what I'm saying? Pray. Yeah, God is the design of the thought and the intent of the heart. Yeah, but you need to pray confession you believe God in your heart, you confess with your mind that Jesus is Lord and then you are saved you confess, you say, thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be established Job 22 verse 28 you will decree a thing and it shall be established if you don't decree a thing, nothing will be established let's stop deceiving ourselves all this, uh, you know traditional religious mindset of uh, God know what is in my heart mm, space it out, let him here Ask and you shall receive. Seek you will find. Knock and the door will be open. You don't ask, mm. you don't receive. Hallelujah. So we can write down Romans four verse eighteen to twenty-two. That was the story of you know Abraham. He hoped against hope. Number six: Visualize your future. The future you see. That's the one that comes to you. If you don't see it, you won't have it. Genesis 13, verse 14 to 17. And lastly, be grateful and be thankful. Be grateful and be thankful. Hebrews 12, 28. Be grateful and be thankful. Let's pray. He said, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reference of thankfulness and godly fear. A kingdom that cannot be shaken. That's what we receive. Can we talk to the Lord in a minute? Can you thank God for more? In every area of your life, thank God for more. Thank God for more in every area of your life. Thank God for more. Thank God for more. Say, Lord, I thank you for more. In every area of my life, I thank you for more. I take responsibility for experiencing more in my life as from today. I take responsibility for experiencing more in my life as from today. I receive the grace to rise above average into a life of more. I receive the grace to rise above mediocrity into a life of more. I receive the grace to rise above poverty and lack and every negative mindset into more. I receive grace to rise above sickness and pain and unforgiveness into health into wholeness into love I set aside everything that has been limiting me from experiencing more I set aside today in the name of Jesus everything that has been limiting me from experiencing more in the name of Jesus I declare that I attract more of you. More of you, Lord. Philippians 3, verse 10. Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Lord, I declare that I attract more of you from today. More of you, Lord. More of you in my life. More of you, Lord. Thank you, my God. Go ahead and give him praise. For he has answered. He has heard him. Give him praise. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord.